Uh, hey, buddy. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the Who was the villain in Inner Space? Well, hello. Here we are. What what are we doing here? This is a bit weird. This is a podcast that's dead, wasn't it? Wasn't this a dead podcast? Has it been for months? Dead pants. <laughs> Very good. That was exactly uh, my life's reaction. Isn't that isn't that that's gone, isn't it? <laughs> well, like, uh, well, it was gone because you know life. I know life. Dadness. So dadness. Dadness and the expectation that. Large amounts of work f- for getting paid is a the hunting and gathering. Yes, yes. Mm. and um, to be perfectly frank with you, I'm spending a large portion of my week editing audio, and um, the thought of doing a lot of it <laughs> in my own free time gives me the screen jeebies. Uh, Absolutely. So, so, uh, so that's kind of why we haven't been doing this podcast. Sorry, Stu here, and I'm with the Pants Panel. If you remember those guys, uh, Ben, Rich, Matt, the Pants Panel. Hello. Hi. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah, another contributing factor. Uh, our our other um, contributor to the podcast, Monty, has got up and fucked off overseas and moved. Like, he just lives there now. He so, just lives there. Yeah, like on the great, great one, great one north. Is that where he's at? Yeah, he's uh, he's in Canada. He lives in Edmonton, um, which we may have mentioned last time we were doing episodes. Uh, can get down to into the minus thirties in winter, so mm. that's a line of choice. Yeah, um, he just got back from the mountains. He told me I talked to him recently. He said uh, that sounds like a very Canadian thing to do. I have, uh, I have a lot of ice hockey questions. <laughs> well, listen, what we're going to try and do, and I say this very non-committally, <laughs> um, without is, any expectation of a head, <laughs> is that um, what I'd quite like to do is you know, try a bit of a format where Monty uh, sends us questions, which we then answer, which doesn't require me trying to light up uh, the five of us at any one time <laughs> to try and record podcasts. So he's going to do his bit remotely and then we will, uh, we will, you know, it, we'll try and answer questions for him from afar. And um, can we, can we get him to also record a, a series of stock standard responses and oh. so kind of like the, the Monty 3000 that we can just play on a soundboard and he can respond in real time to our suggestions. Well, the worst idea I've heard. Well, a long <laughs> shot. Thanks. <laughs> is that because I didn't say it? <laughs> um, yeah, I think he'd be up for that. Uh, and just you can update his uh, list of phrases. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, you guys! And the blueberries rolled under the fridge. <laughs> what about uh, those clowns in Congress? What a bunch of clowns! <laughs> so yes, well, you know, so. Yeah, that's what's been happening with us. I'm too busy. Monty fucked off. That's pretty much it. Um, but 
it's been Father's Day here in Australia, hasn't it? So it really did feel like we should get together and kind of, uh, you know, at least celebrate that, if not just for the fact it's happened, if not because we have interesting things to say about it. Um, so, fellas, do we have nice Father's Day? Well, I'm going to take the lead here and say, yeah, I really did. Um, I'm, I, I got made breakfast in bed for the first time on Father's Day, I think, uh, that I can remember. Wow. Um, and By an, a whole whole family contribution? Um, yeah, the three kids made me peanut butter toast and uh, I have. I I'll have, stop you there. Yeah. That's not breakfast. <laughs> well, I was about to say, hey, come on, guys. I haven't finished yet. I haven't finished yet. Okay, sorry. They also grabbed my uh, my packet of salt and vinegar nobby's nuts out of the uh, out of right, the now, cupboard. Now we are now we are talking. <laughs> okay, that is some traditional so pra- yeah tra- traditional Australian <laughs> yeah. breakfast. You do have an anaphylactic daughter, is this correct, Williams? Now, okay, so yes, that is absolutely <coughs> correct, Ellis. But she is not allergic to standard peanuts. <laughs> She's only allergic to cashews, pistachios. And non-standard peanuts. Yeah, all the good ones. <laughs> so that's why that's why I've gone into the salt and vinegar nobbies, right? So I've got uh, a, a packet of salt and vinegar uh, flavored nobbies nuts. So yeah, they nobbies, nobbies isn't a brand of nuts for any confused Canadians or about <laughs> listening. And they are outstanding. So the kids have gotten a bag of salt uh, salt and vinegar nuts out, and they've. Given me the the master chef treatment with peanut butter toast and salt and vinegar peanuts, so oh. they've come in with a chopping board with a couple of bits of toast with um, smooth peanut butter for those playing along at home, and <laughs> Good and, Damn and just a and just some sort of like uh, <laughs> uh, just some sort of like peanut uh, accoutrement on the side, which was actually <laughs> tremendous. I, I, so it's like it's like. It's kind of like a bit of a trio, or in this case, duo of peanuts. Yeah, yeah, a medley, a constructed and also deconstructed. deconstructed. Yeah. yeah, nice, constructed. Mm. All right, so you you got you got the full nut treatment for your for your <laughs> breakfast. Sadly Do not, you, but I see where you're going. Um, but did, but, but did you <laughs> did you go, great. guys? I appreciate this, but this is is a lot of peanut. Well, I was pretty happy with that. But when I asked for a cup of coffee, they all sort of looked at me and went, no, nah, we don't do that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, no, it's not that type of cafe. We just yeah. do nuts. <laughs> we do water and nuts. Some almond milk. And then yeah, you could have got some milk. almond milk. That was all right. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's all right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how keen I'd be to eat a pack of nuts for breakfast, but, you know, I'm not going to twist turn. Yeah, each Can you have a drizzle? Can you have a drizzle of nuts? It was, it was probably. Well, you may as well just, you may as well just get crunchy. If you're going to drizzle peanuts onto your smooth peanut butter, well, mate, I'll just get crunchy peanut butter. I am pro crunchy peanut butter, but I, I'm not the one that buys the peanut butter. Now I know I can, I could, I could change that, but again, it's no one else would eat it. And that, you know what? I'll just have my salt and vinegar peanuts with me. Well, that's what they should have got you for Father's Day: your own mm. container of crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. And was that it? Was their job done for the day after that? Well, pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. Yep. 
Ouais. Guess what? That was guess a great day. That, that, was a, that was a good day. What did your wife get you? Oh, geez. Uh, now, it's, it's, it is not related. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, hmm. Why wouldn't it be? Well, so as, as listeners would know, just <laughs> take a moment. Uh, my daughter's allergic to cashews and I got four travel bags, like little baby, like aeroplane bags full of cashews that I've been required to take to work, which is fine, but it's nice to see that the um, that my need for tree nuts on a special occasion uh, trump back my daughter's life. So um, that's I, I feel like that's a that's a pretty special Father's Day right there. Oh, have you got to go through any kind of process on the way home after eating those yeah. stuff? Like, do you have to wash and wash yeah. and I'll just that wash. kind of stuff? Like, yeah, I'll do a full uh, full hand wash yeah. and um, then brush my teeth. Mouth wash. Yeah. yeah. Beard? What about beard? Good question. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> uh, um, I suppose we'll Probably. find it out. Can you, get a, can you get a special cashew brush for your beard? <laughs> Very specific. I probably need to take the next, next Father's Day. A cashew beard brush. <laughs> it's just outside the house. You've probably got 30 bottles of hand sanitizer sitting around, so I imagine pretty clean by the time you get the door there. Yep, that's cashew right. Cashew free. I, at one stage, I did actually have uh, a 750 ml pump bottle of hand sanitizer in my car. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was the thing. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so it might have been going somewhere, but uh, <laughs> not Father's Day related, but you know, it's adjacent when it comes to dream up. Okay. And uh, Rich, Father's Day. Yes. Um, it was very low key, as it always is. Very, um, I've very much established the idea that these Hallmark holidays get played down in our house. Mm. And so I read I, I I the benefit. I read the benefit of that. So I got mm. um, some wonderful homemade gifts or homemade gifts, as the case may be, which were lovely. I like beautiful cards, and that's what I like. I like cards. Cards are good fun. I'm happy with that. Mm. And um, some monkey PJs, which, you know, you can't knock back a chimp on a PJ. No. That's going to that's gonna be my election campaign motto if I ever run into that kind of office. I'm voting. And, yeah. Snitty with some of the most incredible chips I think I've ever had in my life. And I got to my mom all for breakfast. Like, <laughs> uh, pretty bad. It was, it was an early lunch. So, yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, I got to my mom all, which was something which I haven't done for like all of winter. Like, we've had the really well, horrible winter. And so, my, my lawn's kind of been hanging in there. And then we had this burst of sunshine last week, and the weeds just went absolutely apeshit. So, Sunday was all about weeding and contemplating, well, what am I going to do about this thing? Because it's a huge lawn and, yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of up in the air. Do I leave it for this year? We've, we had a lot of tradies coming in over the wintertime and got a swale. It's just swales everywhere. So do I top coat it? Do I aerate it? And, um Give it a feed before that? Am I going to bother? Like, it's just, it's tough. I think I've got a broken irrigation pipe in there somewhere and oh, just oh, yeah so it was nice to get out and kind of give it a bit of a give it a flattening down and we'll see how we go from there but um yeah it was it was all right right 
And so I think when you mentioned that, um, Ben and myself kind of, our eyes probably darted side to side a bit. Yeah. <laughs> trying to step back into the shadows slightly. Yeah, I'm still well. holding my breath. I think there's yeah. some pretty shameful efforts happening in that department at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's, all like, it's, it's tough. Wintertime is tough. And so I think they're really getting in there. As I say, it was good to get some of the weeds out. That was the thing that was really kind of very noticeable for me. Well, I think that when you're, you're renting neighbours have a better looking lawn than you, then you need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be you. It used to be me, and that's exactly right. I used to take great pleasure in having the some of the best kept lawns in my rental property. So I'm not 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 dissing on a rental whatsoever, but you know, it's just one of those things that I think that you got to do something about it. So well, do, do you well, get? Ben, well, sorry, go on, mate. Do you get like how's the frost situation in Mildura in winter? Does it burn um, on the grass or is it? It's normally pretty bad, and but this, as I say, this winter with because we've had so much rain. We've had very little frost. Like it hasn't been dry enough for frost. It's been really weird. So we don't really get the, like it's, yeah, we've only, well, I think we had maybe three or four days of frost this year, even though I've had the really cold mornings and stuff, but because it just, we've had too much moisture in there, mm. like actual precipitation. So yeah, it's been really strange. And everyone's saying that. And the, it's, the grape growers have gone mental. They're just going, what the, and, and the orange growers as well, because you need the frost to get the sweet grapes and oranges. There you so go. So where you, for, for anyone worried about the frost, frost situation in the sun region, there you are. <laughs> yeah, well, if you, no, well, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a summer of very tame grapes. Oh, no. There's an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you win Australian of the Year? I was going to say, thank you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's the first awful pun of the episode. <laughs> That's pretty decent. Oh, um, well, I yeah, I was going to kind of say before that, um, Ben did mention uh, to us privately that it's been some number of weeks since he's mowed. Ben, I didn't say it at the time because the shame is still very strong. But uh, we had a council cleanup. In uh, June, um, for those overseas, that's where you know you might put a, your bulky hard rubbish out the front. It comes and gets collected. Mm-hmm. Um, where I threw my old mower and whip a snipper out. I still have not. Auckland and Father's Day's been. Oh my! Hang on a second. I, yeah. Did you, like, was that strategic? Like, I'll get a new one for Father's Day? And then that didn't eventuate? Uh, no. Well, here we go. Here's some news as well. Uh, I'll drop an appropriate dramatic bit of production under this. Um, <laughs> but we've had some landscaping done. So um, <laughs> I was using that as an excuse to not need to mow for a little while. That and winter, that's barely growing. But, mm. you know, um, landscape has been done for a little while now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and in fact, this is, this will be news that pleases everybody. Um, there's a new, uh, double level Bunnings at, uh, Pimble in Sydney near where we are. And my wife and I have decided we're going there Saturday. 
Hey. Hey. Now, for Australian listeners, again, I have to keep pointing out that there are a decent number of non-Australians, but um, it's a this. I don't know if they have them anywhere else, but this is a Bunnings on top of another Bunnings. That's the size we're talking about here, right? It is double Bunnings. Bunnings. It is mental. So it is mental. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're working with. That's, that's has anyone ever been to Bunnings with the intention of buying one thing and walked out with any less than like seven hundred bucks worth of stuff? Like it is just, <laughs> it just sucks you dry. There's the succubus of any kind of retail. I think in Australia, like it's incredible how much they generated during the pandemic. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was just ridiculous. Yep, ridiculous. Bizarrely, I can't walk past the kind of dirt and potting mix without. Yeah, you and my wife would be. And that's it. You go. You just go. Oh, okay. Let's go. Mountains and mountains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Potting mix in the backyard. Yes, I'll I'll, I'll grab a couple of those. Oh, I better get some more. Better get some more. yeah, a bit of cactus one as well. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure there's some oil. Oh, that's looking pretty good. Oh, some of this. Oh, some of that. And then all of a sudden, you're up to 200 bucks and you haven't actually bought anything substantial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, mm. See, I, I, have, I'm, I can avoid it simply because where I work is across the road from a Bunnings. So right. it's more of if I remember, then I put a little note in my work diary and I, ha- I just pop over at lunchtime. Yeah, to get one simple thing, because it's yeah. not a it's not a trip to Bunnings. It's just a focus shots. Yeah, oh, I'll just go nice. and get it, and then I got to go get yeah. back to work. So yeah, but if I go on the weekend, then you know my my both my kids they they we get there and they're like, can we just stay in the car? I'm like, might be a while, and they're like, we don't care. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, they know. They, see, they, they don't want to buy anything. No, they don't want to buy anything. My kids love it. They they love going. They love the hammer shop. Let's get to go to the hammer shop. George is like, can we go to the hammer shop this weekend? I'm like, why? I love it. The hammer shop. Oh, I, I just love it. Because you can walk around with an axe. That's the best part of Bunnings. That's, you can, that's you can exactly just right. walk around with a big axe and just he everyone's gets, like, he, morning. He gets a chunk of wood, sticks in his little trolley and just bells around the place. And <laughs> he loves it. Yeah. Well, right. Right. Maybe so kids are on the other end of just like, nah. I have go. a question. Yeah. I have a question related to small children and trolleys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should you require a license? Absolutely. I believe that that children under the age of, I'd say seven, yeah, should need to go to Bunnings trolley, trolley school. school. Yeah, okay. Before they are allowed yeah. to, uh, yeah, to to yeah, drive so around. I think they you're need talking, a lot. Talking about those big fuckers that yeah. you you can put like a few good bags of compost on. No, nah, this is the kids' trolleys. Oh, the kids' trolleys. Yeah, the I kids think trolleys. I think it's got to be like a car license in Australia, where for the first bit they got a logbook and you have to ride shotgun with them with the trolley. Yeah, yep. and fill in to, how many how many trips to hold the, the handle. On yes, the flag. you have to hold you the have handle. To hold the handle on the flag. Yep. Yeah, so you've yeah. twenty times trips to Bunnings yeah. where they've used the trolley and not crashed yep. into no, and not. And not I was going to say, yeah, and then I've completely destroyed someone's ankles. This works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tops of the heels. The Tops of the heels. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Running up the back of someone's heel is yep. the worst. Trying to bust someone's Achilles tendon. 
I also think, dealies, yeah, that's it. I think there needs to be a trolley park combo where they either get to drive the trolley or go to the park. They don't get to go to both. Like they don't get to do both. So they need to go five times where they just go to the park and then they walk around Bunnings. Um, Holy shit, they, Wiggins. The levels of bureaucracy you're putting in. I know. What, what is yeah. it about, Wiggins? Is this, what is this about? I, I've been, look, I've spent so been much birthed. time in Bunnings not actually being able to shop <laughs> right. because I'm either A, chasing my daughter around because she's got a, a rogue trolley. Taking and, out shins. All exactly, taking out shins. Yeah. Or uh-huh. she'll just go and sit up in the top of the slippery dip in the yeah. park yeah. and I want to go home. Look, to be perfectly honest, I just don't want to be the parent sitting on their phone in, in right. Bunnings. Yeah. 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 Um, but I also don't want to be the parent that left their kid yes. in, in the like park. The time, I know what you mean, the time we were there and the girls wanted to play in the park thing and they got up the top of the slide and they came down and Noelle just came straight over to me and she said, there's a boy up the top there, he's got no pants on. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's got no pants on. I was like, what are you talking about? Just up there. And you could see this kid's head. Looking at everyone, she's like, he doesn't have pants on. And then we're like, where are the parents? There's no other parents around. We're like, they're buying right. barbecue. That's it. I was going to say, <laughs> going to buy pants. Got it. Been wandering around the store with who knows? But yeah, so we're like, yeah, don't be that parent. Simple <laughs> rule. Oh, okay, so maybe we we'll probably think there's enough of those weirdos with the aprons walking around <laughs> asking people so they need help. They can look yeah. after it. Look, listen, I'm starting to remember why this editing job always felt quite onerous. <laughs> so I, I'm i trying to get around to asking everyone about their father's day. I haven't got to Matt yet. So let me no. let me get to the man. Oh, well, uh, yeah, so it was father's day. was so, uh, Yeah, so we had Ben. Ben had a fairly peanut-heavy father's day. <laughs> yep. Not Rich, got father's day. Rich got to mow. Yeah. What was your story? Um, I'm the same as Ellis. He said, I don't, I don't like a fuss made for Father's Day. Um, they, the kids said, oh, do you want breakfast in bed? And I'm like, well, why would I want that? Like, I'm awake before they get up. So that, I don't want that. <laughs> don't wait don't. around. Both, and the, my daughter's always the same. She's like, oh, what about I can make pancakes? I make pancakes. And I'm like, I don't really like pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> Sweet breakfast, like, fuck yeah. Off. I, 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 like, I could probably eat it for lunch before. And anyway, so that annoys her. I've Rick, already annoyed. Ben has gone down the other end of the scale with his salt and vinegar. Breakfast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that I could get behind. Yeah, but it's uh. So we didn't. I don't do breakfast, but we usually go and uh, like get sushi and in Canberra, especially the the cherry blossoms are all out in full bloom. It's, yes. Father's Day, so that's what we do. Go and sit on the these amazing steps near where we used to live, eat sushi, and then usually dinner is um that's that's when we have breakfast for dinner. That's a very Japanese situation. Yeah, sushi. yeah, and cherry blossoms. That's that's we've been doing that for probably I guess nearly ten years now with the girls. So that's mm. the tradition we have. Yeah, and then we have breakfast for dinner, which is just stupendous this year. Joe's made I can't remember what kind of cheese she put in the scrambled eggs, but it was pretty full on. <sighs> And um, brioche buns with plenty of hash browns and bacon and eggs and avocado. Okay, that's kind of pretty good. I, before, you, like, I, I've had probably the busiest work year I've ever had, I reckon, mm. this year. Um, and so because I usually look after dinner, I usually am the 
selector and cooker of the dinner. A lot more night breakfasts have got through to the keeper than, <laughs> yeah, right. than have in previous years. What the, I mean by that is, you know, uh, toast, eggs, yeah, mushrooms, fried. But I think, but, but realistically, <laughs> breakfast for dinner is like the most legitimate meal ever. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, Those the only the only problem was meals. the only problem was we didn't have we didn't buy enough. Like yeah, they were right. so good. The, those me and Violet were like, oh, I could get, get another one of those easy. And we're like, yeah, yeah. Didn't prepare for that. Didn't prepare mm. for it to be so delicious. Um, can I just ask, can I ask a scrambled egg question? Because I got pulled up on my scrambled <laughs> eggs today. All right, I'm day. here for this, Alice. I'm here for <laughs> it. Yep. Um, how how what's the level of doneness on a scrambled egg? Like I Dunness. cook mine oh, okay. to like. Well, this is the thing. I got criticised because mine were like a silky smooth satin sheet wrapped around a marshmallow would be how I describe the, the texture and of my scrambled eggs. God. Okay. So whereas my wife said this is underdone, I like them hard. Really firm. Uh, at, which point, at which point I went out in the garden and spent about, you know, four or five hours just kicking a tree. tree. <laughs> yelling yelling at clouds. Yeah. Kicking a stump right. and punching a tree. And then I came back in, I was quite relaxed. I was quite Rather than just mind. taking your no worries. off the yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, having yours early and, yeah. and yeah. leaving hers on. That's right. Yeah. That's a good, uh, uh, no. it's a good question. Good question. No, no, but seriously, like, you know, if you, like, because, and then, but then her father, who is like a proper chef, he serves you up like literally liquid egg. Right. It, oh, and Jim doesn't like at the other end. Of, well, the, he, the, he, he maintains that that's what it should be. Yeah. So does she does she cop it? Well, she does, but she's not happy with it. You know. Oh, I so I don't know whether I don't know whether and maybe she's maybe she's been traumatized by the the super yeah. running egg. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was just curious, like where do you where do you sit in the spectrum? I, I would go in between usually. I like the I like the uh the sheen on it. That's when yeah. it's it's ready, but just a little yeah. bit firmer. But yeah, once it's once it loses that sheen, then no, nah, I don't want it. Really scramble. Very rarely scramble. Uh, it's either poached or, poached or an yeah. omelet. Yeah. See, I've come back to scramble. Like some, there's nothing quite as perfect as a really good bit of scrambled egg on some nice toast. Like just simple perfection. Tell you anyway, what it do, Rich. Uh, the very rare occasions I make scrambled, uh, I, I green them up, get some pesto in there. Oh, I see. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I'm on. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm oh, look, sorry, I'm just going to throw this in. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Back pesto. Oh, anti pesto. Mm. <laughs> oh, mm, anti pesto. 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 Yeah, all right. Well, what do you got against basil and pine nuts, mate? Um, oh, it's a bit. Man, I was a cheap. And yeah. olive oil. Oh. The simplicity, it's, it's just those beautiful fresh flavors all together. On a, on, it, it carries like your fresh pastas and it carries those. Uh, there's not this, no talking to someone like you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like in the end, there's no talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I've got a bit of a question, I guess. Oh, sorry. Are we, still on, are we still on Dad's Day? I, I had a question for Wigo. And everyone else? 
Uh, yeah, mine was Dad's Day related. Okay, can, you, please you, go first if you want. Oh, I was going to say we go. You, did you get a, a key ring? Did you say? I did. And what did it did it say? Like best dad, number one dad, or something like that? Ah, uh, super dad. Thanks. Super dad. Right. Yeah. So every year you tend to get a key ring or a mug or something like that that says that kind of thing on it. And every year I get annoyed at my family because they never give me one. <laughs> Right. It's like a routine where I'll be like, how come like Wigo's getting or he thinks he's fancy and he's number one dad show <laughs> all that stuff. And I and I go, Where's mine? And then Noel said, Is that what you actually want? And I always say, No. But <laughs> does she not have Father's Day stalls? They do, but they I don't think they did this year, but they do, but they just tend to go, What is dad like? He likes books. Uh what is he like? Book. Well, that book has a picture of a cake on it. Let's get him that book. But um, I don't. I've never heard of a Father's Day stall that had anything but that kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah, dad, this and uh, that. No. So that was going to be my question. Okay, so I Father's Day stalls. You know, how do we feel about them? But also, you know, I got I got a gift from my son, and and I opened it up, and there was a little whiteboard. With dad dad chores on it, you know that was good. It's a little magnetic thing you can stick on the fridge, right? And dad chores on it. Yeah, that was cute. Also in the bag was a little sign with a suction cap on it, clearly intended to be placed in the back window of a car. Oh no! Saying best dad. <gasps> oh, now I think oh. I think he actually has. Every desire for me to put that in the car and drive around with it, right, right, yeah. So, what do I do there? Are you are you a simple solution? You working from home or you work? I was going to say, yeah, you working at your office or half half. half. So you put it up in your office because it's you're not in the car enough. You're not in the car enough to see it. Mm. It's an office item. So every time I look at it, I think of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, but. And then you don't ever have to put it up because if he never comes in. <laughs> That's right. Then you never have to put it up. <laughs> He's a bit of a stickler. He might go, that is for cars, so it must be for cars. Oh, oh specifically. Oh, really? Car. <laughs> yeah, so. so <laughs> but, but, but I, I think we've all, we've all got one of them in the family, don't we? <laughs> what? This is a. We've all got car. a stickler. That's right. We've all got, got a stickler. stickler. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, um. So would you guys feel self-conscious about driving around with that in your car? Yeah. Perhaps a fucking <laughs> Yeah. I would. No way. That's no going way. anywhere near my car. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. I, I, I would happily I, put it in your car and not tell you. <laughs> like that, that's what I would be happy to do. Okay. Oh, there you go. I, that's I, the challenge. I, that's put the it challenge. in a blind spot. Put it in someone else's car. See, I felt self-conscious at first, but then I wondered whether I was being kind of silly and, you know, yeah, I, I don't think it makes. I don't think it makes any nah. difference. I don't think really the amount of time if you saw that in someone else's car, you would give it much thought. I think that what you have to do, Markland, is during the Jamboree trip, you have to sneak it into one of our cars. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's going gonna, gonna to be the the passing on. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's never it's spoken about. It. It's just never every now and then. Not let it in. Not no, yeah. never mention it. But if it's in your car, you got to keep it there. Yeah, you got to keep until it until the next time. I love it. I love it. Until the next time. That's fantastic. Um, I like it. And then it'll be whoever it is. You'll be driving along, and one of your kids will be like, "What's this?" And you'll be like, "Damn it!" <laughs> and I can <laughs> guarantee. Right. 
we'll meet up much more often if that's the case. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, Alice, I'm c- coming to Mildura for the weekend just to hang out. Uh, you're not <laughs> bringing your card. You're bastard. <laughs> the five minutes ago. See ya. <laughs> not bringing the sign with you, are you? No. no. The joke's over. We're not yeah, doing yeah. that. No. I don't know where it um, is. We're 67 years old. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I put it in Buckland's car. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, so we're thinking that's probably sitting around the same level as my family stickers in terms of uh, yeah. Yeah, the, what people would think of you if you had it on your car, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just You know what? You know what? You're going to have to take it in terms of what the stickler says and then yeah. pop it over when we're, when we're together. Yeah. I, I think it needs but maybe it needs a run for a week. Like you need to have it in there when you're dropping him to school or when you're yeah, like, okay. like there needs to be like you can always take it down when you're driving home. But yeah. for that well, where do whatever, you put it? You put it in the back? I guess you're gonna so. forget it. And people are gonna go and like, you know, when you're, so. when you're passing by the hot traffic controllers, they're just gonna go. Yeah. yeah. Who's who's this guy? That is prolific <laughs> right now. Like, maybe what I'm, worried, what I'm worried about is that people will see the sign shape in the window go, all right, slow down, there's a baby on board, and get closer and go, that's not a baby on board sign, that's just some dude, some flog saying he's a good dad, and then speed back up again. Like, but here, here's, something you haven't, here's something you haven't considered, that the first thought might be, who's this flog with this sign? But it won't take much brain power to be like, oh, there's, the freaking kid gave them that, and now they feel guilty and have to put it up in the car. That's, oh, how, that's I think, how I would be. But my, my, I, my thought process didn't go that far. No, I know. Yeah. I, I think you didn't take the ironic route. You did to prove its irony by putting a honk if you're horny bumper sticker right <laughs> after it. So what you, you need to do is what you're filling your personal requirements. If you really want to be funny, just if you really want to be a honk if you're horny sign next to my best dad signs. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. So it's proving the irony of the sign. Yeah. So you're right. the requirements of dealers present. Like you're, you're, from a stickler perspective, yeah. you're following through. But from a perception of the public, yeah. they're going to see, ah, oh, this, this is just yeah. a guy being, right. you know, he's taking the piss. Like, you know, okay, so yeah. good. Or like, like if you want to do right, stickler, if you, stickler you, you got your way, but you didn't yeah, say stickler. Other signs. You get, that's exactly right. And he, he has to, he has to, he, he'll maintain that. It's fine. Yeah. If you don't want to have that, if you don't want to have, have honk if you're horny next to it. If it's that sign yeah. that is the baby on board sign, then just write under it something, something Burt Ward and everything yeah. will be fine. <laughs> and then that will be a signifier to all the other dad. That's right. Like, uh-huh. Got it. I got it now. I got uh, it. He got given this. He doesn't want it. He's put that there. Good job. Oh, it's, just, oh, it's a pity it wasn't a number one dad sign because then you could have taken a Heinfeld quote like, you know, now watch me be, now watch me live 400. Mandelbaum. 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 Yes. Do you think it would be good to if you had a number one dad sign and, you know, park down the shops, a lot of people see it, and then next time you go down there, it's got a number three dad sign. <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah. Or number 11 <laughs> dad sign. Number 11, yeah, that's, that's what you need. Change it to 11. Better people just dump someone up. <laughs> okay. So it's been um, many months, many months since uh, we've had episodes of this show out. So. 
Is there anything kind of noteworthy from your dad's life to share from the time that we've been away? Or is it, you know, just more, uh, you know, avoiding the family, being out, doing outside work in the house, um, watching your lights kind of swish by? Hey. Wow. Are you okay, Buckland? <laughs> yeah. It's been a busy year, I told They're you that. the drain. Yes. It's uh, been a tough one. Yeah. Um, well, Sorry, think, no. What, what's been happening? For, what do you, what I do think you the water, like the, the just <laughs> the, the sheer amount of water coming from the sky has uh, curtailed most right. of the outside work that I've, because I look at it every day and as we've spoken about, my lawn is not is a disgrace um, and it seems like, you know, at least once every two years I go through this period where, you know, my lawn just really just decays. Um, but as a parent, I think there's some good things going on, but, um, you know, I'm, I am struggling with a teenager at the moment. So it's, uh, oh. there's definitely some, some concern there. And I, I do have a question to ask. Um, yeah. though all three, all three of you are moved into the teenage phase as well. It's really now, haven't you? Like, and that's where, so I have, I have a teenager who is just every opportunity that he gets he is belittling his uh, younger brother. Oh, yes. Uh, and it is, we've had multiple discussions about this. And I just want to know, are you guys, Are you? have you been through the same thing? Are you? Yes. Uh, how was it? Now and when we were at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did it. Like, everyone did it. It's, it's, a, it's, it, it's a pretty standard tactic for anyone who has is insecure or who has self doubts and so on to try and prop yourself up by bringing someone else down, pretty much, isn't it? Until you learn better. Yeah, absolutely. And some people don't. I, and it's kind of, especially the oldest. I mean, I didn't, I grew up in the house of boys, but I, I know this happened with justine and her sis, her younger sister is the same thing that happens with my two is that the oldest sort of mothers the youngest and the youngest cannot mm. stand that and so it's just it's just patronizing again like a 13 year old patronizing a 10 year old mm. is just rubbish in in the eyes of the 10 year old and the 13 year old's like well you know you should just listen to me because i i know i know this stuff and you don't because you are crap. <laughs> There's a lot of that. But also well, we go, I will say, uh, I may say something that uh, shocks you, and I, I won't say it too loudly. But Not wearing title. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I've missed you guys. Um, but I, I, I actually like my teenager at the moment. Yeah. And I think... It's the same as when I was a teacher. I hate year seven students. I didn't get on with my daughter last year. Okay. Tell me about being in year seven. Yep. But as you were saying, you're at the bottom of the of that high school, especially in Australia. That's where you start high school. You're at the bottom of the pile, and you come home and you just kick down. Mm. It's like I I get chat on all day at school, and so I'm going to come home and just be a dick. And the other thing is too that what they tend to do year sevens is see other people's behavior at school them being crappy and horrible 
and they go, I don't want to do that at school because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. I'm going to come home and try that on, oh, see how I feel. Cracked. Yeah. Yeah. And so is that, but is that kind of, I was just curious. So I always thought that from a teaching perspective, that year eight was generally considered year eight, nine, I considered the, the most rotten years to be teaching. Is that, is that work for you or do you still say year seven's worse? I think year sevens, uh, there was something about year sevens that really get to me. Uh, and I don't, I don't quite know what changed. Year eight and year nine can be pretty foul. Uh, yeah. You tend to get more of the like real issues with the students in year eight and nine, and you can have some yeah. really bad classes. But I found the longer I taught, the more year sevens annoyed me because their behaviour. I don't know this year seven sort of arrogance. Again, it's it's just clinging on to whatever power they have, mm. um, and so they will try and take a victory any way they can, and usually that's by being a dick. Um, but they're also just obsessed with it, each other. They're in year seven, their obsession is each other's business, and they cannot they cannot leave anything alone. They have to win at all costs, and that usually comes home with them as well. And then I don't know year eight, year nine, the, it's maturity basically. As a teacher, what I've observed is maturity is basically saying, I don't like those people. They don't like me. Let's leave each other alone. Like that's really what the what happens if you break it down to a simple level of behavior is that by the time they get into year 10, they're like, yeah, all right. Well, I don't, I don't have anything in common with them. They don't have anything in common with us. It's easier if we just leave each other alone and don't engage. But in year mm-hmm. seven, it's no. I don't like them. They don't, or we're different. I'm yeah. going to make sure everyone knows we're different. Therefore I'm better. Like it's just uh, constant. And then they come home and they do that. Yeah. As a, yeah, Owen's in year nine now. So he's in that. He's not in that kind of year seven, uh, adjusting and pu- pushing down thing all the time. Um, and there are times when, you know, he's, uh, I'm, really enjoying how funny he is and how intelligent he is and and the conversations we have but it's the it's the suddenly changing from that to being really vitriolic yeah <laughs> as being really um quite bitter and yeah it's this and- what are you you're talking about here but <laughs> <laughs> it's him and um, oh, okay, you know and ripping my youngest son's head off for the slightest indiscretion. Um, yeah. It's just, the, I guess, the speed of the chain, the, the, the two kind of ends of the spectrum meet suddenly. I'll give you um, an example, uh, just to just to take what you've said there, Stu, about um, the, the, the most minor things setting them off. This evening, for a perfect example, Harvey was getting some washing off our... Uh, of our clothesline inside the house at the moment um, and happened to knock himself like on the side of his head with something and and went, oh, ow. And Louis went, oh, Harves, are you okay? And Harvey yelled at him and said, shut up. (laughs) Yeah, this is very familiar, Wiggins. Yeah, And it was just, yeah, it's just like, oh, my God, like, so that, great. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's funny <laughs> right, as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's a real issue I have with with my, with the teenager in the house is 
sometimes when they lose it, I laugh in their face, like literally just laugh. It's my first, it's a terrible response, but you're like, wow, that was hilariously ridiculous. You overreacted so much. Yep. And that's all I can do. Yep. You yeah, love a good, I love a good teenage just shout for no reason. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, I've got a four year old who's destroying everything at the moment. He literally, <laughs> he, he ripped the handle off the freezer door the other day. He's the fucking Hulk. It's just going mental. Like he, he stands on the edge of a trolley and we'll just pull it over and into like pulling, pushing over fruit stands and stuff in the shop. License. <laughs> license. Pushing over this is exactly what he does. And as soon as, and as soon as, and like, you know, he's exactly that kind. He's going to be a nightmare teenager because he just has that thing. Like as soon as he gets pulled up on anything, he goes into this full tantrum mode, which is just ridiculous. And we just stand there staring at him going, you know, you're right, mate. What's, what's going on? <laughs> That's the only way you can react Seriously? to this thing. Like, yeah. He's got to, You've got a future strong man there, though. He's gonna be put it out. Put it banned, and you'll be fine. It's for you know. <laughs> Can you get a boulder at Bunnings? White singlet. <laughs> That's a nice boulder. <laughs> I um, I did see some wood chop recently. Oh yeah. Oh, that was nice. So I didn't ask on the day, but did you take your? Was your lovely wife's birthday? Yes. I saw you, you You paid for her to go horse riding. Yes. And then later in the day, you're at the woodshop. Now, please tell me she came with you. Yeah, of course. Oh, what a day. I know. Um, and and we uh, stopped at a place called Pie in the Sky for lunch on the way after horse riding as well. So there was horse riding, there was pies, and then there was wood chopping. Um, Stu. Yes. I've heard a lot. I've driven past, but I've never actually been. And is it? Go in. Yep. Okay. Go in. Go in, Ben. <laughs> I mean, there's no peanut butter pie, so. Be- <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Plenty of pesto. Um, <laughs> pesto well, with every pie. Just, <laughs> just hiding in amongst it. Well, no, a big pocket will of it, it be this bite? Oh, will it be <laughs> the next? Not with, no, just, just pesto filled inside the pantry. Um, so, yeah, and but here's my concern, right? They, they were doing their, there was, you know, probably a good dozen people lined up chopping wood, splinters going everywhere, all over the footy field. They had a there the next day. From the home. What's, what's going to happen with the fucking splinters? How like someone might go along no, and you're pick not it picking up them all up, and that's fine. But you're not going to get them all. No, <sighs> it. I thought about it for a long time. I'm just still thinking that. about it now. Getting splinters all coming out yeah. of the game. I mean, like, what the hell? Yes. Yes. So look, it's yes. Well, it was a good day, but. Kind of ended on a worrying note. Nine out of ten. We have now reached that age. I hope you only let to the local paper. That is a marker of age where you're like, this won't affect me in any way, shape, or form, but I'm concerned around other people. 
Well, Dear deluded viewer, <laughs> to worry about the splinters of the football field. Well, I mean, I could, down. Go, could go, yeah, to the local uh, community Facebook page, but um, so I don't know if I've told you this before. So there's a local community Facebook page, and then there's a, a local community Facebook page without all the rules, which is a splinter cell. <laughs> oh, <no>. Literally. <laughs> Facebookers, yes, Flint. Well, in this instance, yes, probably if they played footy. Um, so, all the good but, content's there, right? Well, you'd think so, but then they now they've gone more conservative than the main group they broke away from. <laughs> oh my oh, god, what? 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 How is that possible? It's the US. Yeah, I think it's, I think it, well, this is, I think it's the Facebook actual rules, like they. They come down pretty hard on anything which which has things to say no rules. They mm. like the actual Facebook algorithm. Fair enough. Flex it. And therefore oh, right. hacks down on top of them if, if for any kind of minor breaches. So yeah. They do have to be quite careful. Yeah, it's a bit of a yeah. They need to be smarter and say, you know, community group, all the rules. <laughs> all the rules. <laughs> Three heavy rules. Heavy rules. And then our <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> We're full of rules, man. <laughs> well, has anyone got any more dance stuff? I don't know if we, I don't know if we kind of, uh, I don't know what we did here. I mean, we're talking about Father's Day. Yeah, that's right. I have a question for, for the gentleman of... Mm. When you when your children ask you advice for a situation that you've never really had the experience with, mm-hmm. so again, my, love to all and things like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> well, well, um, when I uh, yesterday was a big day for for the teenager in the household. She got her braces off, which was very exciting for her. Mm. Uh, and then that afternoon, she got a note from another girl asking her out and wow she came and saw me and she was like here's the note it's very sweet blah 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 you know um but she said what what should i say and i was like well i'll go to my wealth of experience of having been asked out and i got nothing (laughs) uh so i had to like she wanted me to go through like the reply. She wanted to reply. How does she reply? Social media is a big difference. It's like, should I just wait till tomorrow? And I was like, eh, maybe. I don't know the rules. Do you yeah, are you allowed to reject someone over Snapchat? I don't know. <laughs> One of her friends said, you know what? Oh, it's all very stressful. Well, I suppose it depends how how much you have to see this person. Um okay. so a fair bit of context required is okay. Has your daughter ever um, indicated any um, same-sex appreciation? No, no. Okay. So, like I said to her, like, well, you could say that you're straight, and she sort of hesitated at that. Um, but she, but it was like, what do you say? How do I say it so it's nice and all that? So, she had yeah, a number I don't of. They're gone minge. <laughs> <laughs> Title. In a uh, in a kind of you know year eight kind of way. In a year eight, yeah, rephrase to year eight market. Yeah, um, Minjo a no no. I was going to say just reply with the emojis like the 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 crossing outside and then tacos. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a tick and the eggplant. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. We're getting into uncomfortable. I'm glad, I'm glad I asked. I'm glad yeah. I asked. So you are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have zero idea how you actually answer that via uh, social media. I just oh. I had to edit stuff because I was like, don't say that. It makes it sound like you're leaving for good. You're like, oh, I wrote thanks yeah. for everything. I wrote, don't write thanks for everything. I'm leaving Canberra. That oh, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, thanks for everything. All right, no, don't say that. I'm leaving, like I'm leaving the territory. <laughs> Genuinely, why do you need to write an essay? Why can't I just be, um, look, thanks. That's very flattering. I mean, that's, I'm not into that. Yeah, well, that's a good point, but uh, she's a 13-year-old girl, so... Yeah. These things must be thought of and uh, overthought and, and over- overwritten. And overwritten. It, what would you have given the essay that was sent? Oh, it was pretty good. It was it was pretty much just like, you know, like, thank you, but that's not going to happen. But um, I'm still comfortable hanging out with you if, if you're not worried about that and all that stuff. So it was pretty nice. But she also said some pretty, like, um, observant things. Like, you know, when someone asks you out, it's actually, like, does weird things to your ego. And I was like, yeah. How about that? See, yeah, she's like, it's it's weird. Like, now is it going to be weird? Like, because she's asked me out. I said, yeah, that's true. You have a bit of power. Yeah, you have this weird power thing, and you don't know how to handle that. She was like, well, I don't know how to handle it. And I'm like, yeah, you don't. Nobody knows how to handle it. <laughs> I think Rich has decided to have a bath hop with this. <laughs> I did wonder. It is, a is it raining? It, is it raining there? Or? What's happening? Oh, you're just coming through like underwater. Sorry. That's right. Better now. Uh, well, I mean, okay. Is she happy with where it's at now? I guess is that. I think so. I guess. I mean, it, it's it's. I, I in her the, mind, she's like, "Oh, I've done that. That that'll never pop up again." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, it will." Yeah. And and has she stopped strutting into school, flicking her hair around? Well, no, that's what I mean. She got her braces off, and that happened on the same yeah, day. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. He's living the high life, and and yeah, I said to her, like, she was, she was like, oh, I'll get my braces off, and you know, like, I'm happy I didn't have my first kiss while I was had my braces on and all that. And I said, you know what, like, when I I had my braces on two and a half years, and I thought when I get my braces off, I'm going to ask everyone out. And she was like, did you? And I was like, no. <laughs> No, I did not. <laughs> but I think that to go back to your original question, like what, how can you respond? I think that you, you've got to obviously say that you can't, like, you know, you like don't, you can't pretend to yep. put yourself in her shoes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So is I'm assuming that was your, the way you went about it. Was just yeah, like, there's a lot of that. Like a, a lot of times, that's another thing that we, I find with her especially, but I'm sure it's the case with a lot of teenagers. They ask questions, but they don't really want you to answer them. They just want to play the ending board. Yeah. They know what you want to say. Well, they know what they want to hear. And if you're not going to give them what they want to hear, they're just going to tune out. But they also, when especially in year seven, they also say, well, thanks for helping me. And you leave and you're like, great, thanks. Well, can I just say they wouldn't be giving you that kind of attitude. If you had a best dad on board side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm saying send me that fucking sticker. <laughs> you have it with pride, we go. Well, I'll put it in Lindsay's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should that do us? 
Oh, oh I've got one last thing. I have one oh, last thing. No, I, I didn't tell Wait, you guys. Sorry, what is going on? Is it you, Ellis? Just... Ellis has got out of the bath and now he's fighting someone with a lightsaber. <laughs> I thought he was in like a hornet's nest. What yeah. am I doing? I don't know. That's Hello. weird speedback. Electrical sound. Yeah, it is. It's very much lightsaber, yep. lightsaber fight. I'm sorry. It might be there. It could be either. Yeah, yeah, come. Um, Bloody da having the aircon on in September. You may, Ben. You may address the best dad. I got a, uh, I got a multi-tool. Yep, that's right. I got a multi-tool for Father's Day, but oh, okay. It's about the same size as the keyring, so I'm not sure how many things I'm going to be able to unscrew, hammer, or file. <laughs> With that particular multi tool. Okay. So this is essentially a Swiss Army knife. Correct. Is it? Yeah. Correct. No. But it's a Father's Day stall style. Uh, right. So we'll fall but apart by next Father's Day. Well, I haven't taken it out of the packet yet, but yeah. I'm going to take it to work with me and I'm going to endeavor to do something with it. Open your bag of cashews. Well, good idea. See, this is why I come to you guys. <laughs> space space <laughs> space yeah. Yeah. so yeah I just wanted to finish on that note uh, I thought that was exciting for Father's Day yeah uh, very exciting you need multi things to do with that multi tool you'll find them I'm sure um yeah look as I said loose plans to try and come at this with uh, some more episodes and a bit of a proper format, but who the fuck knows? Yep. Um, yep. Until then, uh, so that'll either happen or you'll hear from us next Father's Day, one of the two. <laughs> cool. Tell you how the multi-tool went. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing who's got the Who's got who's the got tag. tag huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, farewell all. Bye. Happy Father's Day, Monty. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Father's Day in Canada? I don't know. No, but sorry. Happy Australian Father's Day, Monty. He'll appreciate it. And you're like, oh, She's okay. my cherry pie. <laughs> Smile on your face. Ten, Ten miles, miles wide. wide.